It's time for another edition of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news for the week of the, I don't know, it's Friday. August. It's August and Almost it's Almost school time. It, it has been hot here in the state of Utah for months. I love it. Do you? Yeah. Oh my god. I love a drought. I love a good drought. I should give a date though. I think it's August 14th is when this was supposed to post, but mm. we've already posted the episode for this week. It's uh, Alex Spolinski. He does a bunch of online stuff. Uh, Lifey, Lifey Missions. Check out that episode. It's uh, episode number 284. It's out there for you to consume. It's pretty good. He does a thing like, uh, so he got home from his mission and he wanted to give information to missionaries who are going to go out and serve missions so he started recording videos with like so you didn't serve so he'd have no use for you yeah but uh oh, wait <laughs> i could i could nope, pitch no in use, no use for you he would talk to someone like me and tell me say tell me about the cleveland mission and i could say well it was like this and this was the weather and this was the different wards i served in so it's mm, a thing that's out yeah. there with thousands of hours of videos and we talk about that stuff i should forward that to my niece who's now on her mission where in, is she serving uh it's someplace South America, like terrible, but she went and they sent her back because there's a problem with her visa. Okay. So now she's back. Is she for, still serving? For, yeah. Oh, no. So she's, they sent her back and then sent her back, back. She's back to the States serving and then she's going to go back once her visa thing Where gets is she serving up. in the States? Uh, I don't know. She just said, you know, this I'm on a plane. Niece, I'm flying right? back. I don't know. She's only my niece. I have you know like, why your brothers and sisters hate you? I have 400 you? nieces. You know why they hate you? I know why they hate me. We had a family reunion yesterday and I'll tell you why they hate tell me. Tell me. No, I don't want to tell you. No, tell you me. You really want to know? Because when all the kids are in the lake and Uncle Kyle goes running in, splashing, ah, and they're all crying, quit splashing so much. And then I'm like, shh, 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 everybody quiet, everybody quiet. And I had in my hand a pine cone. Okay. And I said, all right. And then I let the pine cone float to the surface and they all scream and run away out of the water because they thought I pooped my pants. A pine cone looks nothing like poop. It did. It did in it this It did, case. and they all went running. Baby Ruth would have been better. I didn't have a baby Ruth. Because <laughs> it's a candy bar and you don't eat candy. Uh-uh. Why are you splashing so much in a lake? You're a grown man. Because, and an old man. You think makes, that your mobility would slow down. It makes them cry. And one of them may have broken their makes arm. Them cry. How old are these kids? They're, They're like, not young. These nieces and nephews have to not be young kids. They're like 4 to 11. Oh, okay. So they are young kids. They're cry babies. You're not the young. They're, where are you at in your family? I, I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, the failure came first in the... <laughs> In your family. That's too bad. Get it out of the way, though. I, that's what was good, though, is then all the rest were fantastic. Well, we knew what we did wrong with Kyle. Yeah. We won't be doing that again. All the I'm rest kidding, of course, kind of. Not really so much. It's true. It's all right. I don't care anymore. We're going to ask your mom, future episode of the Cultural Hall, as we near around 300, we're doing some special programming of the Cultural Hall. Uh, we're going to have Kyle's mom be an episode. That's right. What's her name? Christine. Christine. Chris. Yeah, you call her Chris. Yep. Uh, also joining us here in the cultural hall, sitting very quietly, very reverently. One has her arms folded, the other does not. Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of lifers. Brandy, help me out here. Are you guys lifers or are you converts? What are we? I'm a lifer. You're a lifer. Do your kids listen or is this a I'm weird thing? I'm still trying to convert them. Yeah. They're is younger. It? They don't want to listen to <laughs> They're experiencing the it right like now. Podcasts. This is punishment. They a, did something wrong. I was just going to ask if they're here by choice or by force. We are 
are going. We are going to listen to this. You will be polite. And you will enjoy it. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, they were excited as well. And you get you guys are in town from where? From Florida. From Florida. Florida. Nice. How's Florida right now? Hot too? Beautiful. Yeah? You're just trying it. to rub it in right now because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, no, the rubbing in time is in the winter. That's when we can really rub it in. Is it? Give me an idea. Is that where, uh, you, where the church owns a bunch of property in Florida? That's, are you guys nearby that's that? That's further north. We're about two hours from the church ranch. Okay, cool. Do you guys ever have to do stuff up there? Girls camp. Okay, okay. Hanging out with the cows on the on the church ranch. How is that, ladies? In the girls camp, good. Cows and alligators. Cows and alligators. Cows and alligators. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the mix. I sounds like, like sounds like a dinner. Yeah. <laughs> surf and turf. Yes, yeah, cows and alligators. <laughs> sure, I'll take that. Uh, so if you hear some laughing in the background, we welcome. Uh, no, Brandy. you won't. No, I know. <laughs> I, I can already tell. We've got Brandy and Shaylee and Ashley, uh, the Farnsworth family, is that right? All here uh, visiting with us. So thank you guys for being here. If you know you're going to be in Salt Lake, you know you want to sit in on a recording of the Cultural Hall, uh, you can always email us, contact at theculturalhall.com, and that email works for whatever you might want to contact us about. Uh, we've got next week someone coming in from England. This show, huge in England. Evidently. So somebody different? Yeah, somebody different. Uh, they were listening. They said, hey, you know what? I like Brother Kyle, too. Can you make sure that he's on when I come to town? I said, sure. So they said, uh, is Joni going to be there? You said, well, she can't. Is uh, Janae going to be? Well, she can't. Yeah. Well, yep. That actually was what the person asked the two before. And I said, uh-huh. I don't know. The thing. Uh, but Kyle will be there. He's got nothing going on. <laughs> I can guarantee that. I, all right. I felt bad. I got a message from Janae uh, via the social media this morning. Apparently, uh, being pregnant woke her up at like 3.30 in the morning this morning, and the baby was mobile. Yeah. Not able to sleep, go back to sleep. So she all. wanted to know your favorite Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> who was yours? Uh, who? Oh, you put... you uh, Doc Ock is... Yeah, Doc put, Ock. Right? Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Ursula was Oh, no, mine. it was a princess. It was supposed to be a female. No, it wasn't princess. It was just... Oh, uh, just a just scary... A, just villain. Villain, okay. Okay, yeah. then Doc, Doc Ock, Ock. Yeah. the yeah. scariest Disney villain. Ursula, right here. Which one's Ursula? Little Mermaid, the crazy octopus. Oh. That was after my time. Yeah. If it was well, movies, post-70s, I didn't see it. <laughs> if it wasn't Bambi, the fire. The fire in Bambi is my <laughs> scariest Disney villain. Man. Uh, did you really have a family reunion? Yeah. We, it was So every other year, we do a short one, okay. like a day, a uh-huh. day at the, the beach. So we were all up at Pine View. Okay. So Gorgeous. That, Everybody make it out? Uh, yeah. No. Uh one brother was gone. Do you get the family shame when one brother is gone? Uh, is, not everything too, all, is everything all right with Jim? No. No, they knew no. where he had something else planned for a while. Okay. They were gone. Uh, Are you guys... So. I would I would bet, based on what I know about Christine and what I know about you and your Mormondom... And, I'm sorry, your Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saintsdom. Thank you. And your uh, family, that you guys are same t-shirt for family reunion family. No. No? No, we're not. Really? Yeah. Uh, eating outdoors, prayer before every meal. Yeah. Even when you're camping and there's a campsite next by, uh-huh. you're like, no, mom. Yep. They can see us bowing our heads. Yep. Do not be ashamed <laughs> yep. of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. God, jeez. Uh, well, cool. All right. Anything else yeah. going on? It's uh, exciting. I just had my, and this is going to blow your mind, my 30th high school reunion. And I know 
what you're thinking. Are you like Doogie Hauser? Did you graduate when you were six? Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. And you went? I did go. How come? Because really that out of morbid like curiosity. I know okay. because I didn't have a good high school experience. Yeah. I hated them. See, and now, I hated it. Uh, Shaley and Ashley, you guys don't listen to the cultural hall, but th- you would think just by looking at uh, Brother Kyle that he is bald because just like male pattern baldness, right? Like just it just got to him and he's finally of that age and is bald. It actually was a condition when he was in high school. You know, the I'm thing bald where, everywhere. Where, no, 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 no. Where, you know, they, give you, they give you the noogie. He got so many noogied uh, <laughs> times when he was in high school. It actually just rubbed his head raw scar tissue and now he can't grow hair. And That's so many swirlies, it. it just pulled the hair yeah. out of my head in the toilet. <laughs> Wash it away. How was it? People look terrible, huh? That's why I went. Because I take care of myself. I right. follow the word of wisdom. Yeah. Every Well, most of the people there are horrible. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> they look terrible. They look 15 years older than me. Which is not to say that overweight is terrible. So let us not get those emails. No, th- no, the they, l- they look horrible. They, but there, there are some. It, I was astounded, and, and it's not. And I'm not being critical of the people that I went to high school with. Brandy's over there, kind of juggling, looking over at her kids, being like, "Guys, don't be like these guys." <laughs> but like. I, at my high school reunion, tell me if the experience was the same. Like, I looked at someone who I knew because I went, you know, second grade through high school with them. I'm like, I, without question, know this person is my same age. Do I look like this person? Like, the same age? Like, yeah. we are running in the same same age group range? No. Absolutely well, not. And and honest, this really happened. Uh, that happened to a lot of people. I had no, I had to look at their name tag. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awkward with the women because they had it right here. Sure. On the breast. Yeah. So I'm like, they're like, eyes up here. Yeah. And I'm trying to <laughs> but just. But they would have done that to you anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to look at their name. <laughs> right. But honestly. Did they have like, did they have like the original uh, yearbook picture on the, uh, so you could see what they looked no, like back then? We, no. We had a yearbook there, but not the okay. picture there. Okay. Um, the only pictures were the in memoriams, which contained two of my high school bullies. Oh, really? Yeah. That's another story. How many in memoriams are there? Four. Oh, really? Yeah. So we only four nine. people have died. We had nine. Wow. Yeah. Sad or glad you went? Uh, really glad. And actually, a lot of people honestly went, you know, you look, they could tell who I was. They said, you look a lot like you did in high school. Well, you haven't gained any weight. Uh-uh. I'm in the fact, same size. you probably size. weigh less, I would imagine, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just as mature. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and just all- as many responsibilities. And strangely enough, making just as much money as you did back <laughs> in high school. <laughs> all my friends again, um, out at, it was in Bountiful, Utah. Okay. A very LDS community. Mm-hmm. So like the bar at the this place, there is one there but it was in a convenience store sure. at the golf course sure. down underground sure that's where all my you have friends to have were. one you have to make those means available to people but yeah but also it's like well we know who's going down there out on the deck my friends smoking and drinking yeah <laughs> they really were good for you good for you i'm glad you but went i was glad i went because it wasn't as terrible as i remember i actually had a lot more friends than i remembered mm-hmm. and it was actually and it's not the same as social media because people will always say because i had to plan my high school reunion people will always say i have social media what do i need to go to a high school reunion for. It is a completely different yeah. um, scenario situation. Completely different. Yeah. And it was a, g- a great time. Expensive? No. It was like 20 bucks. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I got to tell you about this. I was out in Chicago. That's why this 
episode is late this week. Uh, I had been to Chicago several times. In fact, for people who have listened to a long time or listened uh, to episode number 54, you'll know that that's where I went to clown college. And uh, I had never been to the Chicago, Illinois Temple before. We were uh, waiting for the Cubs game to start. We had a few hours, and my girlfriend, who is not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, said, you know what? We go to all the temples. Do they have one here? And I said, they do, but I've never been because it's not in Chicago proper. It's out in one of the in one of the suburbs, and it's a ways away. There's not public transportation to it, uh, but because of Lyft and Uber, it's made it far more readily available. She's like, let's go out there. So I thought that was pretty cool. But then we go out. It is an awesome temple. It is different. Pull it up on your phone and show these guys. Uh, the Chicago, Illinois temple is similar, I think, to the Argentina temple, and only maybe one other in its form and in its structure. It is a completely different... I'll also include a picture of this at the culturalhall.com in association with this website so people can check it out. Or you can obviously just Google it. Um, But but it is unique in stone structure, and it's got like five... what are they called here? Help me out here. Spires? Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that, a, is that the one right there? The funky looking Yeah. Yeah. Temple? Look at that. Now show these guys. It looks show like Shirley a... and Ashley and Brandy. That's what they a, came for. A weird church somewhere. Yeah. But it, it was absolutely fascinating. My Lyft driver on the way back, 81 years old. And he uh, was the worst Lyft driver I have ever experienced, oh, ever. Good. And not not bad, like, driving too fast, because I've had that Lyft driver before. But it was the everything made him slam on the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, the wind blew, and a tree would blow a, a limb kind of by the road, and he'd be like, what was that? And it's, it was whiplash back and forth. But an amazing, uh, amazing experience, and I'm glad I went out there. Had never seen it before, like I said. Uh, and the Cubs won. They won Did you go to a baseball a, game? Yeah, they went to a they won by a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. It was a walk off grand slam. It was amazing. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. It, it's a big. It's to give you an idea. It will be probably I would bet top ten events of baseball this season. Well, really? How big wow. Of a deal it was. Yeah. How much was, does it cost to go to a baseball game? There? Uh, I think you can get in and do like bleacher seats for like fifteen or twenty bucks. That's oh, not, okay. That's not what we paid because I knew I had one chance. She also had never been to a uh, baseball game at Wrigley before and she doesn't care for the sports. She doesn't hate them, but you know, she's just not a fan. Uh, so I was like, well, if this is her only time that we're going to go, first I'll rig it so we get a grand slam and that's how we win at the end of the game, but also we spend a bit of money so we had some really good seats. Mm. Ate, ate the uh, pretzel with cheese. So you have good. a Dodger dog? Uh, it's Wrigley. It's a Chicago dog. Oh, gum. No, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't chew gum, but I had a Chicago <laughs> dog. And you know what? You know, uh, uh, the big thing in Chicago, the thing that will get you killed in Chicago, besides living on the south side. What? <laughs> Not a joke. Um, ketchup. Putting ketchup on your hot Oh, dog. yeah. No, they will. They straight up. There's a guy. So you don't know this, but you're at Wrigley, right? And um, there's like the concession stands, just like you'd see at the Vivint Smart Home Arena or anywhere you go to see a game. That's, by the way, the, the stadium here in, in Salt Lake. But you go and you buy your food. And then there's like the hot dog inspector right there. And it's this shady guy with his hair slicked back and a T-shirt that's not very clean. And he's got a knife in his hand. He checks your hot dog. And if you put ketchup on it, he stabs you. Huh. 
Chicago. Crazy. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, and I sort of teased it. Uh, yesterday, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said, hey, you know what? We want to call it the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Please don't call us Mormons. You saw this, I presume. Yeah. Thoughts? <clears throat> Didn't we go through this uh, 10 years ago? Yeah. It was, I think, uh, yeah, like 15, like 2000, 2001, I think. Okay. okay. The onslaught yeah. of the uh, Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City, I think, is what brought it on last time. Let people know that we're members of the Church of Jesus That's Christ right. of Latter-day Saints, that we're not Mormons, that we, all that kind of stuff. But but then didn't we eventually just go, all right, you know what? Well, the church bought, Call us whatever. bought full in with movies like Meet the Mormons and I'm a Mormon, you know, I'm the I'm a Mormon campaign yeah. and Mormon.org where you can find out how to worship with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So do you think it will slip again or do you think they're like, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. What's going on? We, we were going to hold to our name, our full name, and now it's happening. Well, uh, so it's, I want to answer that question with two different answers. One, yeah, I think we're going to, I mean, you, you can't have things like I'm a Mormon, meet the Mormons, and years of Mormon indoctrination as far as the name goes. That's one reason I think that we won't get rid of it. Two, follow me here and count me ha- count off how long it takes to do this. I'm a Mormon. That's a second. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, granted, it's only three seconds compared to one, but I guarantee you people are that lazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a mouthful. Like the other thing they said was that we want to have, you know, make sure people know that we are Christian. So we want right. the name Jesus in the in the title. Well, Baptist, Catholic, right? Jewish, whatever. They don't have. Wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. They don't have. They don't have Jesus or the Lord in their in their name. So right. I don't think but we need it. But they all have Baptist, Catholic, Mormon, right? Like it's all I'm this as yeah, opposed a, to a quick name. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. I don't disagree with the point. I think that it helps, especially with one of the things that I've admired about President Nelson is that he tries to, as it seems, make us more available as a worldwide church, right? It's not called home teaching, um, partially because they wanted to really emphasize on caring and loving for people. But guess what? Because people in Europe and Africa had no idea what home teaching was and don't sort of subscribe to that. But they know what ministering is. Everyone knows what ministering is. Yeah. Make the change. Make us more of a worldwide church. Change the hymns in the songbook. Make us more of a worldwide church. Call us Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and not Mormons, which is a very Americanized, North American kind of nomer for the church. Call Isn't us the church of outside Jesus Christ of the Latter-day country? Saints. Yeah, sure. Also? Yeah, 100%. But it makes us very American, like American Mormon, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Church of Jesus Christ, which I want to talk about here in a second, I think makes it sort of a broader appeal and appeals to Christianity in general. So now are you ready for speculation? Yeah. So a while ago, and this I will say and make the aside, I am not a representative uh, that speaks for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, nor do I have any real insight. He thinks he is. I... Nor nor do I have access to any sort of materials. I just could see this happening, and I love conspiracy theories, so I want to throw this out. I think you're going to see the name of the church become just the Church of Jesus Christ. I think they're going to take the Latter-day Saints off. Do you think they'll go that? Yep. That's pretty bold. Bold. That's pretty big. But there's not another. And people will say, yeah, there are. There are small sects, and there are, but not like, you know, another church like ours. It's I think simple. that's a good idea, though. It's I think you got a point. good idea. It doesn't distinguish because the other thing with Latter-day Saints that I've had the conversation with some people is, well, I mean, that's weird, right? The Church of Christ in the time of, of 
of Jesus, it was the church of Jesus Christ, right? Like if we, if we kind of transcend these generations or dispensations or whatever you want to call it, it's the church of Jesus Christ has been, always will be. So, so that is my speculation. Now I have a little bit of proof to back it up. You do? Really? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Okay. This is harebrained at best. There was a Twitter account about four months ago. Oh gosh. That put out, Hey, I'm betting they're going to put the church. Cause I sort of feel this way, right? I'm betting they're going to make the name of the church, the church of Jesus Christ. Well, the church that is the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints contacted him via their Twitter, wanted to find out who it was. Hey, we want to know just who you are. We want to have a face-to-face conversation. Wanted to, we're just kind of wondering where you got this information from. Like it wasn't a take this down. This is false. But uh, hmm. hey, maybe you let a cat out of a bag too early was the, the feeling that he got. And I got to see some of the messages back and forth between the church. So think of how much money, though, to change hymn books, to change buildings, to change You mean change hymn books signage. like when they come out with new hymn books in 2019? Well, that's true. <laughs> hmm. You mean knock off the of Latter-day Saints that's a third line on the front of all the churches? I'm going to go into and find out how to cut whatever material that's made out of and yeah. start a small business. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to there's gonna be a real big demand of it, like one time. Uh-huh. Don't, don't invest a whole lot into that business, but... It'd take me five minutes. Yeah. 3,000 stake centers. That's easy. Get that done. I don't know how many ward houses within the church. It's a good business. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not messing around. You got anything else? No, that's it. Take a break and do actual articles of news? Sure. Now, coming up here in this, uh, in this break, we've got not only our regular messages, but also as we come back, we're going to play some music from a band called Roseburg. We talked about them a couple weeks ago here in the Cultural Hall. They're a band of uh, returned missionaries who all served in the same mission, and they loved the music, and they loved the mission so much that they named their band after one of the towns, Roseburg. And so that's what you'll hear as we're coming back. We'll do that in the second half of Articles of News. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. Are you experiencing panic attacks, nausea, or diarrhea? Is your computer not turning on? Is it running super slow? Is your internet crawling? Or is it just randomly crashing? You could be suffering from ICS, Irritable Computer Syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you had your PC cleaned? Over time, Windows, updates, spyware, malware, and dangerous viruses will make your computer run like crap. You need to bring in your laptop or desktop PC, no matter what brand it is, and let me run a 100% free virus scan, malware, and spyware scan on your computer. Don't wait and risk losing everything. Now, why are we doing this for free? Because we want to impress you so much that if you or any of your friends or family need a computer, service, or phone repair, you come to PC Laptops first. Get into any one of our locations right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, where computers start at $7.99. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey, you guys, I want to talk to you about bestdjinutah.com. Why, that's the company that I have started for doing my DJing weddings and live events. Uh, Whatever you need, I am your guy to do it. So whether you're a lifer or a convert to this 
podcast show, or you just happen to be listening for the first time, if you are in need of a wedding DJ or an MC for your event or just a DJ for your business opening, uh, go to bestdjinutah.com. Now, I know it says Utah, but guess what? If you want me to come to your event and you're not in Utah, I'll do that too. You're going to have to pay for me to be there, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. It's bestdjinutah.com. Emails there, phone numbers there. Would love to hear from you and then help you make your event that much better. Look forward to hearing from you and thank you for supporting the Cultural Hall podcast. But it's a show. You knew that. The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference. There's roses all around me And now I'll always see green Find color in the meaning I know you know Flowers all around me We hide under the old trees The sound of water rushing I know you know The world is spinning circles So I'm spinning, spinning, spinning Time Time keeps moving faster So I'm running, running, running For the second half of Articles of News, and like I said, that's the band uh, Roseburg. Let's do some actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. Here we go. Uh, now, before we take a full stab into the news, we found out kind of in the off the air here, we've got guests. You'll hear them, uh, Brandy and Shaylee and Ashley. And Ashley, you served your mission in England. Yes, I did. Is it the English? What, what's, the, what's the mission? The England Leeds mission. Leeds. Okay, so that's a... I mean, already you get to kind of, you know, sit upright and puff the chest out because it's... Uh, <laughs> isn't that the same mission that uh, President Hinckley served in, right? He was oh, down here. Oh, here we go. Near... I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> of course, mission boundaries were a bit different back then, uh-huh. but I know he served down in Preston area. Okay. Which... Who is it? Who's the famous person that served in Leeds? 
I'm not sure, actually. It's you, actually. I was setting you <laughs> up for it. Uh, what was that like? How long have you been back? Tell us a little bit about it. I got back in February. Okay. And so I recent. Loved it. How's being back? It's been good. It was a bit of an adjustment, definitely. Like what? Like what? Talk about it. I think just not trying to find my purpose right. when I was back again and trying to keep busy with everything because your day is so full when you're a missionary sure. and you accomplish so much and you're fo- so focused on other people mm-hmm. that when I was back and had to focus on school and work and all these things for myself again, it just seemed very empty. Right. So trying to get into the flow of things. Yeah. Super horrible feelings, right? <laughs> like crying to yourself to sleep. Be honest. I'll do it. Kyle doesn't know. He didn't surf. He it's all right. I still cry myself to sleep. You can count me. <laughs> it's a different thing, Kyle. <laughs> but did you? You can be honest because I did. A couple times, yeah. yes. It's hard. And it really is just you spend, uh, you know, whatever amount of time... Two, um, anyway, two years, 18 months, whatever. It uh, doesn't matter. But you spend so much time focused on other people, and then you get home and you're like, the next thing! And the next thing doesn't make itself as blazingly apparent as we used to use the blue planners that we'd stick in our pocket. Uh, you know, it's not as apparent as just opening it up and being like, oh, I'm visiting with this family and this family. You had to create it yourself, and it's hard. Yes, definitely. So uh, so what does that lead you to now? What are you, what are you up to now? I'm actually going back to school, so okay. I start in just a couple weeks at Brigham Young University. Nice, the Lord's University. <laughs> That's great. What, what will you be studying? I'll be studying sociology. Cool. What do you want to do with that? I want to be a youth worker. Oh my gosh, like uh, like troubled kids, like that kind of stuff. You can foster kids. Oh wow. Yes. Why? That sounds heartbreaking. <laughs> I worked with a lot of kids on my mission, and just. It was something I felt I wanted to be a part of. So like one of those things that actually does good for the world as opposed to what Brother Kyle and I do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to buy a car? <laughs> Everybody needs a car, no, even sure. even orphans. Yeah. Need good a car. Point. Save it. That's sure awesome. that's one of their top priorities. Yeah. They're like, so would you like a dad and a mom or a car? Well, I don't have any credit. No yeah. problem. <laughs> I got this one at auction. Uh, that's awesome. Good for you. Have you been to college already? Did you go before you left? I did a year before nice. my mission. And you made it out alive without getting married. Good for you. I Where'd did. you go to school before your mission? BYU. Were you at BYU then too? Yeah. Okay. So is the appeal for you to go back there just because you went there before, or are you like, no, that's my place. That's my jam. It's become my place. Okay. Very cool. So is it the bubble that all of us that are older and never went there because we're not smart enough to get in? Uh, is it the bubble that everyone says? I don't know. It's very different, of course, from being in Florida because everyone is LDS and everyone's served missions. And so that's very strange. Which is cool, but probably also not cool at all. It's nice in a lot of ways because you have a lot of people who understand what it's like to be coming back from a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also strange if you're wanting to continue with member missionary work, right? trying to figure out how exactly how to do that when you're surrounded by other members. So um, it's definitely... You know how they do that, right? Different. Down there? They have buses. You'll see them right by the Wilkie uh, that leave on Saturday morning. And they take busloads of students from BYU up here to Salt Lake and just put you guys out on the streets. <laughs> That's how you guys continue to do your missionary work. Sir, I don't want it. Please leave me alone. I used to be. No, it is hard, though, right? It's it, it's such an interesting thing in Cleveland uh, being stateside. is 
I've, I've never really lived anywhere else, but being there and having so many people to be able to teach the gospel to, and then coming here, everyone in Utah is a little bit Mormon, even the people that have never been Mormon. So it's it's definitely different. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. You having Thank a good you. time or are you hating this? Be honest. I love it. Yeah? Thank you. Yeah? What she's about, not you're, talking you're, about the show. She's yeah. talking about... No, she's talking about being, <laughs> being back at school. Not, not at all about the show. Uh, what did you want to start off with, Articles of News? There? You know, actually, this will work perfect, and you can chime in on this. Uh, I found this story in our local newspaper, mm-hmm. the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, it is about a student uh, at BYU, currently at BYU. Uh, their name is Chris. They are transgendered, born a woman, but associates as a man. Okay. And he is a student at BYU. Um, at age age 31. So he went to school, left for a while, and, and back and just about to finish up. Interesting. Um, he has decided to have what's called top surgery, which okay. is just basically a breast reduction. Right, because was a woman, but now identifies as a man. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, and so he doesn't have to wear the, the clothes. The, he used to wear like a stri- restrictive special clothing piece up top. Sure. Um, but if you just get it removed, then you don't have, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm following. Uh, went to his bishop. And his bishop said, this is against church policy. Yeah, but that's where I was thinking. That probably goes. Because once so, you start to go into surgery, then it becomes an issue. Right. Um, the thing is, breast reduction surgery does not count. But in this situation, because it, the bishop is considering it uh, gen- gender transformation. Interesting. It does. So if a woman went in and said, I had breast reduction surgery, fine. Right. Not an issue, right? Like my breasts were... Sorry, ladies. I feel mm-hmm. sort of embarrassed talking. <laughs> <laughs> Shaylee, how old are you right now? I'm 17. 17? Okay. So She's in right. high school. She's all heard right. all this. She hears way worse at high school, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, so you have the the women that are like, oh, you know, they were large. They were painful. It hurt my back. I had them reduced. That's no sort of issue. Mm-hmm. But, but it isn't that cross sex or that transgender, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so and being denied? Uh, the, well, the bishop said if if you do this, you that he will discipline her. He, ha- he hasn't said what, right. well, exactly church, what it would be. Church discipline with a handbook, church handbook of instructions. Do I have to say Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints handbook yes, of handbook. instructions now? Yep. So many syllables used. But it, it indicates that if you have any sort of surgery toward a trans... Uh, this is where I'm going to get caught up in terms, right? But towards a sex change. Towards that, 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 gender that, reassignment. Yeah, gender reassignment, that that becomes... Uh, against the kind of uh, like principles of the church, or is is uh, grounds for for church disciplinary action? Right. And uh, in the in the story, Chris says, "I I may not be the best Mormon, but I, I am a true believer, hundred yeah. percent, right? Uh, and attendance, and uh, you know, like to go to church, attending BYU, and and uh, and so not sure now if if he will be able to graduate. Interesting." How much longer? Just this is his senior year. Uh, Her, his, his senior year. Yeah, and I don't know what to say. I, I say no, his, his because Whatever that's what identify, that's yep. what he wants. Yep. So, um, it, I believe it was in there somewhere. It, there was, I think, ten credit hours left. Okay. So not much. So, I mean, the, the the other side of that argument is that someone may say, hey, you know what? You've put up with it this long. Why not 10 credits? And other people would be like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's his own business. Let him do what he wants. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what he decides to, to do and what they decide to do about that. But I know as far as church handbook, it's automatic disciplinary action. See, uh, and I didn't know that that was yep. in there. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, way to start super light. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Sorry. I want to go here. Uh, as was mentioned in uh, this week's Mormon News Report, if you subscribe to the Cultural Hall, you'll get all the episodes of the Mormon News Report. That's Jenny and Brant. Uh, Brian taking a leave from that. They talked a little bit about this, um, the, the fact that President Russell M. Nelson is visiting Seattle and Vancouver as part of his continued global tour, you know, for a 93-year-old guy traveling over, I don't know, not hundreds of thousands, but maybe tens of thousands of miles since he became the uh, prophet of the church. And I really want, I hope that someone does this, and I hope someone does it before he passes, a President Nelson Global Tour t-shirt. Yeah, with all the cities on the back. With all the cities that he's gone to on the back. It's niche. It's not as good as your sign-cutting business, but you could easily sell in Provo, I'm sure, Ashley, at least 100 President Nelson's Global Tour t-shirts with the cities that he... Maybe we just do 2018? Because that, that trip he went to, to like England and all that, that was this year, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I got a just friend with a, with a 20, screen printing business. President Nelson's Global Tour 2018, and it totally looks like, uh, you know, a band t-shirt, and then all the places... Yeah, I really want to back, do this. That would be awesome. Or a poster, at the very least. Do you think I would get sued? No. You just can't put anywhere on it. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I think you'd have to be careful where you got your image of President Nelson, because you obviously want some sort of watermarked uh, picture of his face or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe a caricature. Maybe you could get someone to do that. That's mm. awesome. I'd buy one. <laughs> I'd buy one for everyone in this I really, room. I really want to anyway, do it. Anyway, he's going to uh, Vancouver and to Seattle as part of his tour. That's all that news was. Uh, if you're watching World of Dance, anybody in here watch it? Heck yes. All right, just because somebody linked me to it. Uh, really? Yeah, I've seen it. Jackson Willard, you know who that is? Yep. It's a Mormon gentleman, and he's amazing. Uh, High-flying leaps and balletic turns, or balletic is what I'm, I'm betting you should probably pronounce it that way. Uh, it's a, it's an awesome story that people can follow if you watch World of Dance TV show. It's like, uh, you know, it's like So You Think You Can Dance like all the others. But uh, I, as I understand, um, because he is a gentleman of color and his family is not, uh, he's adopted, but it's uh, he's just tremendously talented. So check that out. Um, seven things you didn't know about Assembly Hall on Temple Square. You guys, while you're while you're in town, you're going over to Temple Square. Brandy, Shaley. Probably not. Probably not. A lot of people to see. Been there, done it. Got it. I get it. <laughs> they got a temple in Florida. Saints walked for six months to, <laughs> to do it and took 40 years to make it, and you can't stop after lunch. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we know it. We, we bought the T-shirt. Uh, seven things you didn't know about Assembly Hall in Temple Square. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Number one, Brigham Young suggested the building of the Assembly Hall just 18 days before he died. So number two. General Conference was sometimes held in Assembly Hall back in the day. Number three, the Assembly Hall is built out of the same stone as the Salt Lake Temple. Same quarry, same stone. Number four, uh, the Bepinnacled Tabernacle, sort of a nickname for the Assembly Hall, has 24 spires as you look at it. So we were talking about the uh, Chicago Temple with its five spires. There's 24 there, and it's part of uh, what? 
Eh, forget it. Uh, number five, the ceiling. And I didn't know this. This is the one of the the one of these seven that I didn't know. The ceiling in the assembly hall used to have murals that depicted the temple, prophets, and other scenes of the restoration. I did not know that. Hmm. It was, they peeled it out about 20 years ago because it was that popcorn full of asbestos. <laughs> they painted it over asbestos. <laughs> Stupid, but That's I love That's an it. old person for, joke. Thank you for the joke. See, kids, ceiling back in the <laughs> 70s, it looks like. Uh, number six, to preserve both the historical appearance and impressive acoustics, the speakers are hidden under the benches, which I'm going to take a little bit of umbrage with. Have you guys ever had to have a regional meeting or gone to a concert at the Assembly Hall? The assembly hall and the tabernacle are the most uncomfortable benches ever. Because people back then were little, and people right now are not little. And I'm not just saying like the obesity of America. I'm talking mm-hmm. about height. You would. I be find just it perfectly fine. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> but my knees are either, you know, bent at a more than 90 degree angle so that I can even fit in the, the seat or there, you know, I'm having them up on my lap next to my nipples. So not my favorite. And then number seven, the assembly hall's organ has more than 3000 pipes each of which have been individually voiced, which means they tweaked every single one of those 3000 pipes. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> what do you got? Seven facts. Uh, th- this was a, a news article I found, but it, it was a uh, uh, it wasn't a news story. Wait, an uh, opinion piece. It was an opinion piece. It's by Robert Kirby. Okay. Uh, who and we, he's talked about this before. He he basically came out a couple days ago and said, "I use weed. Yeah, medicinal marijuana yeah, er, every day." Yeah. And and church going, card carrying Mormon. Because of uh, a tremendous amount of pain from... Uh, He's had uh, several surgeries, uh, uh, a blown knee, arthritis, et cetera, et cetera. So this is an article on how he he illegally... And he's a former cop. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lives here in the state of Utah, writes for the Salt Lake Tribune. Yes. Yep. So with the Salt Lake Tribune... Has been forever. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of stuck out at me because at my high school reunion, mm-hmm. ran into an old friend of mine whose wife recently had cancer. Okay. Uh, good now. Just barely. Clean slate. Good to go. But they, at one point, went to Colorado, went to every dispensary they could because you can only buy a certain amount. From each dispensary. Yeah. Sure. Basically bought a six-month supply of a product, mm-hmm. of marijuana product, you mm-hmm. know, they, and they weren't getting high, obviously, right. but they brought it back and- she used it for six months to, to help with her treatment on that. Right. Robert Kirby's all, other thing was that he had, after his last surgery, he was on Percocet for like six months. Yeah, which is terrible. Yeah. It's bad stuff. Uh, use that to get off of it. Hmm. So it was just an interesting story because also today there was an article uh, I just saw pop up on the news, uh, a group suing Lieutenant Governor, member yeah. of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Um, for the drug initiative, for yeah. the weed initiative. I like that the, they call it that weed. That made it back on the ballot. Yeah. So originally I think it was, then it wasn't, and then it back is here in the state of Utah. Because I think I would say, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, either Brandy Shaley or Ashley, we're all three, uh, feeling towards medical marijuana. I'm not talking recreational, feeling towards medical. Is it legal? And sl- slide that microphone over towards your mom there. There we go. Yes, Brandy. I don't. Is it legal in Florida? Is that what you're going to ask? Uh, well, I'm going to ask you if it's legal, and then maybe just personal feelings for medical marijuana for folks. 
my personal feelings are that I think it's a better alternative for medical than some of the things that they're using that people are getting addicted to and having a lot of problems with. Right. Want to weigh in, Ashley? I agree. Passing along? You agree? You say the same thing, huh? Yes, I right. do. And, and, and it doesn't, it's not a very big leap for me, and I posted this on the the, uh, the Cultural Hall's Facebook page, and I think that this is, by and large, the thought of the of the mainstream of the church is, is the whole line of thinking of God made it so that people could, you know, be used responsibly. Correctly correctly medically for certain situations now mm-hmm. i think if you ask the question of mormons should it be allowed uh, uh legally for uh recreational use i think you get an entirely different answer but when you hear about people there's a story i don't have it in in this uh, slew of news that we're going to do today but a family in saint george who just was like listen our kid has too many seizures we've got to move somewhere where medical uh cannabis oil that can help him with his seizures is legal so we're just going to have to move and do it card came members of the church like there's no need for that that doesn't make any sense to me and they did move didn't they to colorado yeah colorado or california but yeah yeah just said listen we can't do this it's unfortunate we'd love to stay in the state that we love but we can't because this is not a legal thing there pretty crazy yeah we'll see what happens with that with a lawsuit and with it being on the ballot be on the ballot and it will pass and then there will be some sort of weird thing and then in five years it'll be legal Recreational everywhere in the United States. I can see that happening. Maybe 10 years. With Utah being the last holdout, right? Because we're the only one that doesn't have lottery. People are like, why are you going to Utah? No lottery and no pot. And then, you know, all all the real hardcore Mormons will say, we told you so. Look, you let yep. the camel's nose under the tent. Yep. Now everybody's a stoner. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I've never actually Everyone. smoked. No, you're a stoner. Well, it's legal, so you're a stoner. Uh, socialism? Man, these are heavy stories today, right? Are we going anywhere lighter? Socialism is fun. Uh, I think it's hilarious when I hear people talk about hating socialism and being a member of the church. If you look at the real big roots of what the law of consecration is and um, like the early days of the church, the church in Orderville, Utah, that's down southern part of the state, uh, the church in Kirtland. Uh, that we tried to do, even some in Illinois and also in Missouri, to live the law of consecration, which roughly is everybody gives everything to the church and then the church dispenses out to everyone. It's socialism for the most part. But yet you ask people here in the United States, what do you think about socialism? I hate it. Member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I hate socialism. It's like... It's liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you not aware of your own doctrine? Oh, that's different. That's a different time. Okay. <laughs> split, split that hair for me, would you mind? Well, I'm actually, that's another episode that I'm planning on getting in. Someone who has studied the law of consecration as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints sees it and compares it to socialism. So that will be an upcoming um episode. I also should say this week's episode that you'll get now next Friday, the uh, 24th of August, is all about gun control. And if you like guns, you will hate me. (laughs) You will come out of that episode and just be like, Richie, I cannot believe it. And they'll just yell. Yell the entire time. And I'm just playing devil's advocate for the most part of it, but you will hate me from it. Uh, President Oaks talks about why Mormons fall uh, for those get-rich-quick schemes. We talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. That we, you know, oh, he's a bishop. He's not going to try and dupe me. He's, uh, you know, 
He's a return missionary. He would never try such a thing, right? Have you been on dates, Ashley, with terrible return missionaries who are horrible people? You can answer. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think I've been in, on any with any terrible people. But people where you're like, meh, return. I'm not going to get out of you what I want, so I'll just leave it. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting, though. This is just a short thing, and this is from the folks over at LDS Living. Um, it's it's essentially just Elder or, or President Oaks, I should say, um, talking about this. It says, certainly Utah has had many victims of speculative enterprises. For at least a decade, there have been a succession of frauds worked by predominantly Mormon entrepreneurs upon predominantly Mormon victims. Stock manipulations, residential mortgage financings, gold, silver, diamonds, uranium, and document investments, pyramid schemes, MLMs, and all have taken their toll upon the faithful and the gullible. Objectives observers defer on whether Latter-day Saints are more susceptible to get-rich-quick proposals than other citizens however that may be it is disturbing that there is no uh, it is disturbing that there is no clear evidence that latter-day saints are less susceptible men and women who have heard and taken to heart the scriptural warnings against materialism should not be vulnerable to the deceitfulness of riches and the extravagant blandishments of its promoters that of course why you didn't understand part of that is because it comes from president oaks and he's smarter than you Go ahead. Uh, we put this story out on Facebook and Stitcher, all our social media stuff. Yeah, Stitcher's where you get the podcast, but I appreciate oh, you. God, t- I don't know. Twitter is what I think. Twitter? All about. right. Same all right. thing. All at the cultural hall. Yeah. What? Instagram? What are we talking about? Uh, there was a company that accidentally put the Mormon temple oh, yeah. on, on a picture with, uh, who, who are the Disney characters? It's, it's Belle and the Beast. Belle, the Beauty and the Beast, with the yeah. Mormon temple behind them. Evidently, they have just been sealed. Yeah. For time and all eternity. Well, yeah. When you find a love like that, <laughs> you, you, you lock it down <laughs> forever. That's right. So they, uh, on this, uh, as, as part of their marketing, they put this image um, on on their, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what, they, what the item was here. It's a cell phone the, cover. Cell phone cover. That's right. Sold like out. A, like a sleeve of a cell phone cover. Yeah. yeah. People found out about it and they're like, yeah, I, I want in on that. I think they sold them all here in Utah. Yeah. It's actually everyone in your ward, Ashley, when you get back to school here in a couple of weeks, will have the <laughs> Beauty and the Beast iPhone covers. And they're, it, they're good looking covers. Yeah. It, with the, with the it, temple behind them. Well, well, they, talked it, to, they talked to the company, I guess, and the company was just like, it's a stock photo, and it looked like a castle. That <laughs> like a castle. It does. It, vague, sure. It doesn't you, you know, what does the temple look like? Where's the te- Florida temple? Where is that? Orlando? And Fort Lauderdale. And Fort Lauderdale. What, is it, what do they look like? What kind of temples do they look like? Do they look like D.C. or San Diego? Um, they're beautiful. The Orlando one is very white. Okay. And then Fort Lauderdale is more of a cream color. Okay. But they, they kind of look like castles as well. So, like, uh, in in Southern California, the San Diego Temple, the people who aren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, too many syllables. we got to figure something else out. Uh, they call it Joseph's Castle. Do they really? Yes. <laughs> they call it Joseph's Castle. And then um, in Washington, D.C., I'm not going to be able to think of the right thing, but uh, they refer to it as the Wizard of Oz, the temple, the Emerald City, the temple from the Emerald City, the Emerald City Temple. That's what it is. And there is this, and we've shared this story before, and I'll have to go and find it, maybe get Anna to share this on our Instagram again. But um, there is this overpass 
that uh, you can see the temple like in the distance, like it's perfect. You see this overpass over the freeway, and then in the far distance is the temple, and people will um, <laughs> write on the overpass things like Dorothy's Temple or Run, it's the Wicked Witch of the West, <laughs> so that you can have that on this overpass with the temple uh-huh. in, the, in the background. It's awesome. Such a great thing. You know, la- so last week, to be clear, no. But. Uh, so last week in here in Utah, they they had what's called the Tour of Utah. It's a huge bicycle race. Uh-huh. One of the stages, uh, Friday, yeah, it was in downtown Salt Lake. Here, mm-hmm. there was a picture taken that was na- it's now on the Salt Lake County and the Utah Sports Commission. It was sent out to all the cycling places and used as their promotional photo for it. Uh-huh. It's the cyclists all going by the temple. Oh, really? It came out the same time as this, and it just made me laugh because I thought, oh, they're doing the same thing. <laughs> it's a huge herd of these cyclists, and it's r- the temple. In the background. They're racing to get to the temple. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. A couple quick stories to kind of pick up here. Do you know who Martha Hughes Cannon is? Not yet. I don't. I will shortly. (laughs) Ladies, Martha Hughes Cannon? No. Oh, come on. Should we know? Yes. Utah is sending a new representative to the U.S. Capitol. Now you're thinking, okay, Martha Hughes Cannon, who is that? She's alive. I want to meet her, whatever that, right? In this, in the, uh, in back in D.C., there are two statues for the state of Utah. Every state gets two statues. Do you know who Utahs are? Brigham Young is one of them, mm-hmm. and Philo T. Farnsworth, the alleged inventor of the uh, television, mm-hmm. is the other. Is that Grandpa? <laughs> He's like a great uncle or something. Great uncle? Like well, then this is going to break your heart. <laughs> uh, Philo T. Farnsworth. Uh, and the reason why I say alleged is because I guess he invented some technology that was is what made it uh, available to have the television, like the tube part of the television. Uh, they are taking down, or rather moving back to the state of Utah, the statue of Philo T. Farnsworth and putting in Martha Hughes Cannon. Who you're saying, what, who, who's that? Uh, Nyland McBain says, we're putting our faith in the power of history to change perspective and identity. Uh, Martha Hughes Cannon, as a young girl, came across the plains with a group of Mormon pioneers and settled in Salt Lake City. Uh, she, uh, When she ran for political office, uh, when Utah first became a state, she ran both against her husband... So oh. ran for political office against her husband, Angus Cannon, and against her best friend, and she beat them both. She was the first woman elected state senator in the entire United States. Oh, really? Yep. So she was the first woman senator. Uh, she was also the fourth of polygamist Angus Cannon's wife. So, like, <laughs> so he she she ran against uh, her husband, but. Like lots of people could have run against their husband because she there was there were many wives in that family. Uh, she and many other women in Utah advocated around the country for women's universal suffrage, testifying before the U.S. Congress and representing Utah women in national suffrage associations. Utah first enfranchised women in 1870, 50 years before the 19th Amendment, and gave all American women the right to vote. People don't realize that, but Utah very very instrumental in uh, women being able to vote and that amendment to the Constitution and uh, Martha Hughes Cannon, a huge part of that. So when you're in D.C. next, stop by Dorothy's Castle and also say hello to Martha Hughes Cannon's statue. She won't talk back, though. It's a statue. You have any more stories? Nope, I don't. None? No. All right. All right, I got a couple. Uh, There is a game 
that is a uh, Mormon ripoff of Cards Against Humanity. I think really? It, yeah, I think that the original title, and Geraldine Poole is going to be mad that I bring this up because I think she got a cease and desist. But I think it would. I think the original title of the game was Cards Against Mormanity. And it was all about, like, Mormon stuff on the cards. Have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a fairly adult, naughty game. But uh, there's a Mormon version of this, and she had to change the name, and it's available for purchase. And the game is called, any any guesses, very Mormon uh, words? Games Against the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Eddie. <laughs> because you have the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. Called Dang You to Heck. <laughs> and so people can purchase so, that. So is it the opposite of, is it nicer things, or is it just mildly it, terrible Mormon, things? It's Mormon, very Mormony things. I think there are some Mormon edgy things, but it's not offensive. It would okay. be a game that you could play for family home evening in a regular Mormon kind of family. Uh, Pocatello LDS Temple. Remember how that was said, hey, we're going to have a Pocatello Temple? They still don't know where that's going. Yeah. They said, hey, we're going to put it in Pocatello, but the uh, actual land and where it's going to be, don't know. The Leighton Temple? Also, still don't, don't know. know where it is. All sorts of speculation. You know why they're not building it yet? they got to wait until they see if they have to have room for of Latter-day Saints on the sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting story, and you have to get into it, so I'm only going to mention it as a tease. You'll find a link to it at theculturalhall.com. But there is... Uh, the Shropshire Star. That's got to be England. Do you know where Shropshire is, Ashley? I don't. That sounds like made-up English town, if ever there was one. Oh, where are you from, Brother Kyle? Shropshire. <laughs> and I, what? Shropshire. Sounds like a great food. Yeah. I, tried I love Shrop- Shropshire. Shropshire. Uh, there is uh, this picture. Uh, it's uh, a religious group arriving at Broom Railway Station. And there is a huge, and you're going to be like, Richie, there can't possibly be a huge debate over this. There is. Several pages of speculation as to whether these people that are arriving at this particular railway station are Mormon people or not. And people cite some of the weirdest things um, from the clothes that they wear or the demeanor of their faces or the amount that they're traveling together in groups as they're walking in this picture as to whether or not these people are Mormon and they want to know. And so if you can, there's actually uh, money that they're offering to folks if you can, with concreteness, establish whether or not these people are are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's going to still be Mormons because we're lazy, inherently lazy. Uh, There was a great talk. Let's let's capture just a couple things and then we'll, uh, we'll be done with this. There was a great talk uh, given as a devotional from BYU. Eric Huntsman was the speaker, and he just, if I can sum it up, but you need to uh, to listen to it because, well, and actually we'll get into it here in a second. Uh, he talks about spaces of love, listening, and understanding. The devotional takes about a half an hour, 35, 40 minutes maybe to listen to. When you're at the BYU, do you have to go to the devotionals or do you go, Ashley? We don't have to go to them. Do you go? I didn't before. But you will but now. I will now. <laughs> Why didn't you before? Just not your, not your bag? Just scheduling didn't work I out. Didn't care. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was really busy. No, I just didn't care. It's okay. Own it. Own it because now you do care. That's fine. That's life. <laughs> uh, a, 
apparently he gets done and he's a very charismatic speaker which is also kind of a uh, a difference from what we hear from a lot of our our speakers within the LDS church within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints I'm trying it's hard uh, people applaud he's you know he named Jesus Christ amends it and people do the amen and then it's like like it was clapping it's weird hmm. weird in an awesome way so check that out eric d huntsman and that is from the uh i want to say august 7th or 8th there's a link to it at the culturalhall.com but it's a devotional from not uh no it'd be the 9th 9th of august maybe okay uh this from LDS Living, uh, do you have to take the sacrament with your right hand, and does it matter? No. So that's a waste of paper. Thanks, LDS Living. I that, think it matters. I think you should with your right hand. I was always taught that way. It's symbolic, but it doesn't matter. It, it Well, symbolic is good enough. Yeah. But people, like when people are like, no, you don't take it with that hand, That's you're missing the point. No, yeah, that's, I mean, if you have a hook for your left hand and you can't, (laughs) then it's all right. What if you have a hook for your right hand? Then you're you're in trouble. Somebody's going to have to feed it to you. No, you can take it with your left hand. Mm, All right. Are you being serious right now? (laughs) I'm sure that you were taught right hand. That's not I was taught right handed, yeah. You guys ever taught which hand? We were taught the right hand. Taught the right hand? I was taught the right hand. Slide it over to Brandy because she's she wants <laughs> to weigh in on this sucker. I'm ready, well, Brandy. That's what I was taught. Sure. But then, you know, reading things about it and learning more about it, then I agree with you. It doesn't matter. It's that's not what's important. Well, and, and I think it can add to the experience. So let me talk a little bit around it. I think that it can add to the experience if you think, you know, being at the right hand of God, which is symbolic right. of being a righteous person, and you can attach yourself uh, spiritually to some of the the um, you know to some of that with taking it by the right hand. But if you are strictly doing it because it's like you have to wear a white shirt, you have to take Take it by the right hand. I'm pretty sure, and we've shared those graphics before, um, you know, of Christ welcoming you into heaven. I'm pretty sure that it's not ever going to be like, I'm so glad you always took the sacrament by the right <laughs> hand. Right? Like, he's just, like, missing the point. Well, and the big thing was is, you know, after I started, you know, researching different things, then I decided I wasn't going to be, you know, interrupt them during the sacrament to say no other hand. Right. Because right. it wasn't that important. Right. To take away from their experience to correct their hands. Right. That was the big thing. But But we still do take it with our right hand, you know. Sure. And a lot of people, just because they're right-handed, right, it's a natural thing to do. Except for Ashley. She's left-handed. Oh, that's why she's so weird. I get it. (laughs) When my shoulder was broken and I was in the sling, I went like it was wrapped against my body. I reached up with my right hand. Did you really? You bet I did. You really did? Yes. Because you, you think the left hand is wrong? Well, I don't want to show up to the heaven's gates and have them say. Right. There, there's like this split in the road. <laughs> I love that. You know, you're you're following the light. <laughs> you're coming up there. And it's like, if you chose, if you've got it with the right hand, go this left way. Handy over here. And there's like a cliff off to left. <laughs> come over. Ah! That's why left-handed people were considered to be of the devil. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> there it that yeah, genuinely uh-huh. is part of it. Was it? Was that yes. part of it too? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that strange? No. No, no, but I it's love stupid, it. Stupid, but it's strange, yeah. but it's you know it's true. Uh was Joseph Smith visited by the angel Nephi? Who thinks? Nephi, the angel Nephi. Huh. What do you think, Brother no? Kyle? You're saying no? No. No? 
Shaylee? No. No? I don't think so. Wrong. You're all wrong. wrong. Oh, oh, my actually, gosh. Actually, I said yes in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes with my right hand. <laughs> uh, you can read all about it at theculturalhall.com. This is something that actually, as we start to uh, look about taking the cultural hall on the road, some of those key things in early church history that... Um, that I just don't think people are aware of, right? Joseph Smith talks about having visitations from angels like 40 times. Uh, and we only hear, obviously, of the, of the, I don't know if I'd say most important, but that, that visit that he had with Moroni, and then certainly the visit with God the Father and Jesus Christ. However, Sacred Grove was also not the only time that uh, God the Father and Jesus Christ appeared to Joseph Smith, which is crazy. Anybody know how many other times? Take it around the room. How many other times, Brother Kyle? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, uh, four. Guess. So four. So five total, four other times. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? Come on, return missionary, Sister Farnsworth. <laughs> Eleven. Nope. Three. Three other times, so four total? Or yeah. three times gen- in, in total? Um, whichever one is right. What's that? <laughs> whichever, whichever one's, one's right. right. You know what? I like, I like that. What do you think, Brandy? I'll guess six. This is why I love the cultural hall, because it gets you thinking, you learn new things, and yeah. you, you have a conversation. So I just wanted to throw that in. Thank you very much, Brandy. Answers four, as far as I'm able to be able to prove. Four total? Four total. With three of them happening in the state of Ohio. Hmm. How about that? Didn't know. I am rustling my papers. Anyway, uh, which, well, no, I won't tease that. There's a, an upcoming episode, episode 287 of the Cultural Hall people are going to love. I'll give a quick tease for it now because now I've taken the time away from this episode to do it. I talked with a guy uh, who is Harvard trained, who has written a book about um, missionaries at the turn of the 20th century, so early 1900s, who came from other churches to try and convert the saints here in the Salt Lake Valley. And it is fascinating. It was a thing that could have gone easily another hour for me, but that's episode 287. You can check that out uh, as it comes out here in a couple weeks. Um, Let's end on this. We're going to send Ashley out into the world with a little bit of uh, help, and I'll save those other stories for next week. This is uh, an article uh, from LDS.org. It's uh, available with this episode at theculturalhall.com. And you'll appreciate about this, uh, Ashley, because you won't hear talks like this when you go down to BYU, but it's a three-part list of how you choose whom to marry. <laughs> they never ah. have that talk right down at BYU, right? <laughs> and, and I say this because the joke, only not a joke because it ends up happening, is as you go down there and now having the mission done, there will be gentlemen who will be like, hey, let's get married. And... Uh, you know, Brother Kyle, maybe maybe you'll get married again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody here probably. thinks that's funny because they don't get the joke. Pro- probably. That I'm very old and I'm not married. And I'm not very old, but I'm also not married either. <laughs> Actually, this article is really great. It's um, It talks three different... Um, three different kind of parts of how to choose whom to marry. It brings up the topic of birds of a feather flock together. You guys have all heard that, that, right? Or the phrase the opposites attract, right? Like he is or she is nothing like me and that's why we're so great or we have so much in common. Um, So I'll read just a little bit about this, but take a a minute. This was a talk and it's also uh, printed, transcribed 
theculturalhall.com. Uh, it says, the marriage relationship includes many important decisions and issues that have to be navigated, and any two people, including very compatible people, have a lot to work through. If a couple starts out having to blend fundamentally different personalities, interests, and viewpoints, much more effort is required to make the marriage survive. However, if partners begin with similar outlooks and aspirations, their efforts can be directed more toward enriching the relationship and achieving long-term goals rather than trying to reconcile differences. Opposites may sometimes attract, but they have to work much harder at building a happy marriage, but it's possible. So one thing to consider as far as that goes. The second thing, and this is probably the one that rang the most true to me, is stop looking for your soulmate is the second tip for those who might be getting married. You might be thinking, isn't it our job to simply follow the spirit to the person chosen for us in pre-mortality? That's false doctrine. Um, But President Kimball taught soulmates are fiction and an illusion. And while every young man and young woman will seek with all diligence and prayerfulness to find a mate. Ashley, do you have a boyfriend? No. Working on it? No. You got the social media stuff? Good for you. You got uh, the Mutual app. Have you downloaded that? I have not. Oh, you got to. You got to. It's a LDS dating app. Are you familiar with it? I've had friends that have used yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and got married from it, right? Uh, not yet. No. <laughs> They're engaged. It went poorly. There were some yeah. of those return missionaries we were talking about. Not quite success stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Soulmates. Uh, diligence and preference to find a mate with whom life can be most compatible and beautiful, yet it is certain that almost any good man and any good woman can have happiness and a successful marriage if both are willing to pay the price. Uh, divorced Kyle, do you think that that's true? Uh, sure. I don't genuinely. I'm the wrong person to ask. I was a failure at all of those things. Right. Do but do you think that it was partially because you weren't willing to pay the price that would have it would have taken to make it work? Well, I was willing to pay the price. She was willing to pay the price. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely. I mean, right. we make jokes about it, right? And and I don't know that we want to point to exes anyway. But there, it really does. But we both can. But yeah, exactly. I mean, sorry. But we're in the same boat. But we're not going to do that. That's not what this. But it really is. I feel pretty firmly about it that uh, there are only few instances that if people aren't willing to work through that that you couldn't get something to work out really well. Yeah. You know? And so and, and I think that there are a lot of marriages that don't take a lot of work, but I think some that can be the most fulfilling are those that, you know, take a lot of work. Think about the thing that you're most proud of in your life. Your mission, probably, Ashley. Uh, what what about your kid, right? Yeah. For you? That, that ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all consuming. It's all that I think about. Right. And if that's in a relationship, then yeah, then that's the both of you. It's going to work out. That's the way I think it can work out. Uh, let's see. And then the last one. It says make a wise, inspired choice. I want to stop real quick. So BYU, that's where you went before. Have you had uh, friends who? have had the guys be like, oh, I prayed about it and we're supposed to be together and you just need to figure out? Is that still a thing in, in Provo? It happens. Uh, oh, my gosh. You know, you know enough. I'm looking straight into your soul right now. You know enough that that's not right, right? Yes. Okay. And your mom will help with that, right? Okay. Because that's not okay. Perfect. You don't have to worry. She doesn't need help. She's got that. Okay, listen. She I, seems very bright. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, but I just, I just... I hear about that, and I'm just like, aren't we over this yet? Haven't, haven't we, like, mass PSA'd the you can't pray for somebody else? And yet you hear about it. You know, I was young, and he said it, and so I felt like I needed to. Um, the last one, making a wise, inspired choice. Uh, it says, instead of looking for a soulmate, uh, they suggest two things. One, enjoy the process of dating. 
And two, develop the attributes that you wish to see in your future spouse. Dating is meant to be fun, date a number of people, get really able to know what it is that you want, and uh, then develop those relationships until you find someone whom you like to marry. There's some great scriptures in here as well. I've paraphrased, but uh, I'm excited to get your... um, Wedding announcement, Ashley, here in the fall. Uh, <laughs> you start school when? September what? September. The, like, 5th or like something, right? So, so feasibly, I mean, married in the Christmas break, winter break, but they don't have much of a winter break at BYU, so we're looking like April when you get out of school. <laughs> I, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. I look forward to finding out who he is and, and all that. <laughs> and then lastly, this. I love this because this is the most clickbaity thing ever. The someone gave someone a Book of Mormon, and it's always someone that is famous, right? Mm-hmm. Like the picture of Snoop Dogg with the Book of Mormon down in Las Vegas. Uh, I think that we shared the story on last week's Articles News, or maybe the one the week before, uh, about... Um, Justin Bieber <laughs> getting oh, yeah. a Book of Mormon yep. and how that the people were like, we don't know for sure, but we always joke around that the song Pray was because he got a Book of Mormon. Well, the reason why I think those things get written is because I always share them and I always click on them and I always read them. And uh, there is a story now at theculturalhall.com that you can read in association with ep- this episode where you can hear the heroic story of how one 16-year-old was able to give Kelly Clarkson. That's right, American Idol season one winner, Kelly Clarkson. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Kelly Clarkson, uh, a copy of the Book of Mormon. She talks about how anxious she was. Kelly Clarkson does? No, no, no. She was nervous and anxious? Uh, and then pass it along. She says she doesn't know if she's ever read it, if it's collecting dust on the shelf. But she says, I hang on to it, and this is how we'll close it out. I hang on to hope that one day she'll pick it up and begin to read. Maybe, just maybe, <laughs> she'll read a verse that she feel that she likes or feels something, and she'll just keep reading. But even if her copy is gone, I know there's always a reason that we feel prompted to share the ho- the things we hold dear. Maybe it's for our own personal development, and I think a lot of times that's what it is for, uh, to help us feel in our hearts what we really do believe, or maybe it's for the girl behind her. And to find out who the girl behind her is, read the story at theculturalhall.com. That's it. Uh, we hope that this episode, uh, I should say this, Brandy, Shaley, Ashley, thanks you guys for being here today. Are we going to have Ashley uh, bear her testimony in, in the language of which oh, she's yeah, shared permission. permission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's typical to. Yeah. I think that that might make her uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> based, based, based on the levity of that, I would like to hear you do your best uh, as you've been sort of absorbed in the, the um, not dialect, what's the word I'm looking Yeah, maybe dialect uh, of the people of England. Give me your best English <laughs> impression, and that's how we'll wrap it up. I can try and do a Geordie accent. A Geordie? Did, yes, did, when you spoke there, did you talk with an accent to yeah. try and be more... Like them? Sometimes I would have to say things with an accent in order for them to understand me. I would say things and they wouldn't get it, and then my British companion would say the same thing and they would understand. Uh, huh. So, and you did pick it up a little bit because I noticed that you speak different than <laughs> your mom and your sister, and maybe that's just you. People tell me the accent was pretty strong when I got back, yeah. but it's died down a yeah. lot. Yeah, which is a shame because gentlemen love that accent, <laughs> hands down. Uh, so, please, Jordy, is that. Let's yes. hear it. Yes. See you. 
today's been proper canny like what, and what does that mean <laughs> it's been good <laughs> it's been proper canny like proper canny like canny like i love it I, i'm out of here i'm moving to england yeah, it's over <laughs> Seriously can't handle it. We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. We hope if you've been sick or afflicted, you can be well and listen next week. Uh, And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. You guys have one you want to add? Brandy? She's waiting with bated breath. Get in there. Get in there. (laughs) You can bless the sugar out of this crap. Go for it. Yeah, let's get the sugar out of this crap. In the, me- in the meantime, <laughs> we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the Cultural Hall. Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat. On the back row, we really gotta go on the Cultural Hall show. Ow!